0: Welcome to the Culture Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Walker, along with my co-host and brother, Ernest Childs. We're here to talk about the same old stuff we chop it up about every other day. To be real, we talk about anything, but the aim of this podcast is having an open discussion about everything. It'll be spiritually based, but in real talk, so you won't have to worry about us sugarcoating the topics. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast as much as we enjoy recording it. And if you don't, well, there's probably somebody somewhere who think you all right. Enjoy the show.
1: This is what it said like when we roll and our house to All these people lot of drill that could fit the ocean. They say that again, they say they again. Tell me why they're smoking. Making ways, making ways, making real commotion. This is what it said like when we roll in our house to All these people are of drill that could fit the ocean. They say they
0: yeah can you hear me yeah I got you I got you yeah I can hear you uh yeah whenever I'll pause my music whenever you're ready to do the thing we can get it started if you're all good and set up I'm good I'm, I'm good to go oh perfect perfect all right cool Alright, we're back again with another episode of The Culture Bros with the host, Jordan Walker, along with my boy Ernest. What's good, bro? What's good? What's going on? What's
2: going on? What's going on? Living life,
0: living life, you know. Went on a nice little exercise today. I bought a bike. Bought a bike. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, I... Yeah, I've been running for a while, just keeping up with my health. The UK's still on pretty intense lockdown, and the gym is just now opening up on base, but it's only open for, like, dorm residents that're trying to, like, drip in people to see, like, what happens and whatnot, so I just bought a bike just to keep myself active. Went on, like, an eight-mile drive today. It was pretty fun. It's been a while since I was on a bike. Forgot how tiring it was, but... Yeah. Yeah, man. Everything on this side is same old, same old. What's good with you?
2: And not much we got going on. Well, uh we finally going back to regular work schedule next week. So we were on uh two weeks on, two weeks off ever since COVID kicked off. Uh so we're going back to just we're working every day now, like normal. Um COVID, I guess, uh the numbers here in the Netherlands, have are really, really low, really, really low. So they doing well. So uh, they got us kind of. Everything's kind of opening back up, even in the city center. Uh, everything's open, but of course, it still got the social social distancing going on. So.
0: All right. So we can get into the topics for today. You
2: have, you have all the good stuff for today. So I'll let you take over. Yeah. Well, we were talking about COVID. So I really just want to talk about. Um, you know the impact of COVID moving forward, as far as like you know how you think. Um, talk about just really how you think COVID is gonna gonna change the way we do things. You know even even after it's, it's gone, what are some things you think are gonna remain? What things you think are gonna be different uh, about it? Also talk about you know uh, coronavirus versus protests. <laughs> <laughs> you know we you know to see to see this. Um, this wave of, you know, stay doors, keep a distance. And now it's a flood of people out there and, and stuff like that. So like, okay, like where's the balance, you know, is COVID still a thing or, or is there a possible, uh, resurgence of it? You know, so talk about that kind of stuff. And, uh, maybe, maybe get into a little bit of protest too, I guess. Uh, but I think that mostly COVID and really just going forward. What I want to talk about today because now we're getting out of that, covid season or, or period you want to call it where we've been locked down three months and now they're starting to open things back up and you know people are staying, people are being more active well, look, this, the weather is, is, is a lot better so you know people want to get out people are probably getting stirred crazy so you know to see okay how is this this going into this new summertime gonna uh be different and you know how's yeah really just how life gonna be different moving forward so
0: yeah, COVID has been, it's been hitting differently in different places and I haven't been relying on the media to tell me or, or keep me up to date about too much information because a lot of what the media is putting out, oh, and now I can't even blame all of it on the media because part of it's on how people are counting the deaths and how people are, how the cases are happening and the fact that the case numbers are there on pretty much every website is saying to lowball all the COVID case numbers because there aren't enough tests in the first place to even get an accurate number, and it's serious enough. Yeah. From my side, I was supposed to be going to Texas next month for leadership school, and they just canceled that. Oh wow! Yeah, they just can't. They just canceled that altogether. They've been canceling up until the ninth, according to Monday but i just got notification today uh that's dead uh a lot of our yeah. travel in general is dead we still can't leave the island we could like go around the island now they're starting to reopen like barber shops uh restaurants and a lot of other places gyms in general are still pretty close. like a lot of stuff is still not open but they're trying to make an app They're trying to make a point to try to see how they can balance out the economy the best they can because case numbers have spiked. Uh, America's case numbers have always kind of sucked. We've always kind of just been like above 20,000 since like what? I got a couple of the charts. Since like April, we've just been above 20,000 per day for case numbers. Yeah. But that's also really hard to... Quantify to other countries because they're counting total case numbers when it comes to that. Like how many people are confirmed with Corona. They're just counting people, which is really inaccurate if you're going country by country. Because you can take five countries from Europe and compare them to America. Even if you combine all five of those countries from Europe, it's still not going to add up to the population numbers of America. So just Mm, using, using just general numbers in that sense is... A very misleading way to do it, yeah. and you can't even yeah. say like divided by fifty because each state's population density is going to be different. Like the hardest hit states are like New York, Texas, Florida, California are the hardest hit. Meanwhile, there are states like Alaska, Maine, uh, what I think Washington's pretty high, but there are states that haven't been hit that hard, and yeah. it's it's just a real misleading number when it comes to it because if you look at it, America is the worst place on the planet for Corona because we're on June let's see how far June twenty first we were sitting at thirty four thousand confirmed cases in a what the heck? It's hard to even read this stuff. But it just says it's the daily confirmed cases And it's supposed to, yeah, wow, I think it's saying, like, above 20,000. And if you go down to smaller countries, like Russia, pretty much the U.S. and Russia are one and two, if you're just counting flat-out numbers because we're the two biggest nations on the planet. But another chart that I haven't seen anybody ever really put up is the mortality rate because the mortality rate is actually calculated by percentage. So it's actually a Mm. rate and the united states is one of the lowest percentage-wise of actual fatalities of corona meanwhile the at the top i think for this chart i just you could type it type in whatever um country you want to see and i typed in the uk netherlands china japan united states and russia and out of those out of those countries I just named, the United States and Russia are the two lowest percentages of mor- of mortality rates. At the top is the United Kingdom, Netherlands, and then it drops by 6% to China, Japan, the United States, and Russia. So the UK and Netherlands are sitting around 14 and 12% mortality rate from cases confirmed. And the US and Russia are sitting around... Well, Russia's sitting below 2% and we're sitting below 6%. And that's kind of where the statistics kind of like lie right now. And it's also saying, uh, of course, lowball, all the numbers that are out right now are lowball numbers because there aren't enough tests to actually give to people like I have yet to be tested. I don't think anybody at our base, unless they think you have it, none of us have actually been tested yet. But at the same time, we're not dying. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. Like, yeah, you may get it. Honestly, the way sickness has happened, you could probably get it multiple times. I think I've seen something saying you can get Corona multiple times. But it comes down to, like, are we dying from it? Like, because we're all going to get yeah. it. We're all going to get it. It's are we dying from it is the biggest issue. And a lot of places in the world, depending on how they handled it, like the UK but the UK went on like a really hard like shutdown and they're still one of the highest percentage mortality rates in the world meanwhile other countries that have done the same or have done less or more it's hard to really tell Corona's kind of weird I don't know
2: yeah you you got and I've been seeing some people like I know the athletes that are being tested tested some have confirmed cases but they haven't felt anything they've been feeling perfectly fine so it's kind of like you know uh just like okay, what is the actual actual nature of this of this uh, virus? You know, still, still, there's still so many questions at times.
0: Yes, it seems like uh, the way the virus works is if you have a compromised or already weak immune system, it's gonna wreak yeah. havoc on you. So it's specifically the people that have the hardest times with it are typically elder elderly people, extremely young people like around the infant age, and even that. The infant age isn't exactly like a consistent enough number to where it's like noticeable mostly the people who already have amino de- immunodeficiencies, old people um people in highly dense populated areas so like for a period, Italy was getting hit hard because they live on top of each other. New York was getting hit hard because they live on top of each other like there are factors like that that kind of it's kind of like you know the herd ment- the herd idea. If there's a large herd around you, it's easier for it to get spread around. And in the States, a lot of the people that are catching it are the younger people. But at the same time, we have like pretty good immune systems just due to our age. So it's less of a risk for us. It's more of a risk for older people to get it and them being able to recover from it and some people they get it and it's one of the worst sicknesses they've ever experienced but they get through it and but it affects like your lungs for a long time after it affects your uh, i think kidneys and liver for a long time after because it's yeah. it, it pretty much just shuts down organs and it also encourages pneumonia but yeah. the way people young people don't really have as much of a worry about it right now from what i've seen and by the way we're not professionals i'm this is all just isolated like i had to do my own research type of stuff but the media is painting america to be oh we're all going to die and the actual percentage rates despite how many of us have confirmed cases is kind of and that's also another bit of confusion like there's so many people with confirmed cases but the pers- the mortality rate is so low like a vaccine doesn't exist and it won't exist for at least two years. But it seems like it, yeah. it, it's looking to be possible for it to be controlled enough to where people won't die from it. And I think that's the biggest hurdle the world kind of has to get over when it comes to this. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So what do you, what do you think about all the protests that, that sparked? That, this wave of protests, protests that went out through the world, you know, you went from Man, everybody being in the house, social distancing, and then this wave of people out in the streets, not even caring about Corona. What do you think happened with that, man?
0: Uh, What happened with it? um, Too many people inside and too much. A lot of the stuff that happens, that goes unnoticed, is easy to look over when the world is acting normally. But when everything is still, it's easy for the dust to look a whole lot worse than it is that that's just how it is there's a lot more people who pay attention there's not that much news in the world anymore there isn't even sports on tv so yeah when stuff like this happens it's gonna spark and people have had it's kind of the way how i see it it's kind of like um an effect that happens that they talk to us about in alaska that during the winter time is where a lot of people go through like depression and because the you know winters are just long nights, pretty much. And they tell us, during the wintertime, people don't actually act on their depression. People just kind of sit in it and just keep doing their thing. Because they don't have a, a high enough dopamine level or whatever it is. Pretty much, they don't have the energy to do anything. But as soon as the opportunity comes up, when the sun eventually comes back, that's when it all just gets unleashed. And I feel like that's what... People have just been waiting on right now the government was telling them for so long you can't move an inch you don't do this don't do that you can't even go over your neighbor's house you can't get in the car with anybody you know we're all gonna die the world is ending and then as soon as there was a reason bigger than corona because corona was an unknown factor like we knew a little bit about it and we knew people who were affected by it but a bigger a bigger bull came in the China shop, pretty much. So it came yeah. from, like, who are we going to pay attention to? Like, there's that one bull over there making a mess, but this bull is way bigger. And we haven't had nothing else to pay attention to. And it did cause another spike. Uh, it very much caused another spike in cases. Again, in the U.S., the mortality rate isn't very high. But around the times the protest started, like in early June, it jumped from like 20, it jumped from like 19,000 cases on June 15th to 34,000 cases this week. So it did cause another wave of it. And this isn't even the wave that the people were talking about. But, um. I'm not too worried about it right now because it seems like the mortality rate hasn't really changed that much because they're both being counted day by day and we've kind of got over that one hurdle of put people on ventilators and then we found out that's a terrible idea. Like it actually encourages them to go into a worse state. But uh, yeah, the protests kind of, yeah, they definitely dropped a boulder in a real, in a pond we're trying to calm. And it's also the reason why my training got canceled, because Texas numbers spiked significantly enough for the DOD to say, hey, this class isn't going to go for another few months.
2: Oh, wow. Well, you know, Like you said, though, you know, you know, something bigger came up. I think it was like during COVID, man, people were basically their civil duty or the most loving thing they could do for their loved ones was stay inside. You know, whatever. But now, you know, you have that. This, these events happen where people are like, okay, like the most loving thing I can do, I have to go out there and protest. I have to go out there and, and and let my voice be heard. So, this yeah. This complete shift of uh, you know, of, of a perspective and mindset, just like that.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, like, you can't tell them to tell them they're wrong is really hard and subjective to do. Because the people that are going out to protest, from their standpoint, you know, Ahmad Arbery that was following all the rules, that was doing exactly what he was allowed to do, got killed. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, what do I do? Like, you guys are telling me to stay home. You're telling me to do this. You're telling me to do that. It's okay to go out for a jog. Go out for a jog. Gets hunted down by three you know I guess I'll leave race out of it since people nah fuck that three white guys that are very it's really being insinuated at this point that it was racially motivated we gotta wait till all that stuff you know settles but you know uh, the people that were going out to do these protests were in a damned if you do damned if you don't type of situation how much longer could it keep happening and right now I think what happened was When George Floyd got killed, well, when Ahmaud Arbery got killed, black Americans kind of noticed a lot more people are paying attention to this than before. And then when George Floyd died, nothing that black people have been doing has changed, by the way. All the responses that we've had are the same responses we've always had. It's just it's a whole lot louder when there ain't no more noise in the street. So when the world can hear it, the whole world is pissed off. And then we kind of understood, like... The entire world was affected by the slave trade because over in the u k they're ripping down old slave owners statues in different countries yeah. they are doing the same thing everybody's protesting from South Korea to the u k to it everybody's turning up because they're all sick yeah. of it everybody has been affected by the slave trade in some way shape or form, and all eyes are on America when stuff like this happens and yeah it it kind of caused like a real tear and how i felt about it because i understood everyone's anger and i understood where everything was coming from but the black boy in me that was raised to you know not make so much noise stay calm and try to survive another day that kind of got overlapped after a while so my stance was i understand everybody's perspective we're gonna hold our own accountable it was easier to focus on our own people instead of trying to answer every racist questions it was just okay a black boy that just broke into the apple store and stole a phone they're gonna find you it's a walking gps you're stupid like that was like a lot of the pro (laughs) and those weren't like protests those are just people exploiting a situation that happens in every historical protest people are going to take advantage they're going to go rob tvs steal stuff that they don't have no business stealing or it doesn't benefit anything their excuses yeah. were piss poor saying oh well they have insurance and the insurance will be able to pay them back and that'll bleed out america and i'm just sitting here like do you know how like general insurance works like i have a deductible of five hundred dollars on my car after I pay $500, it's going to pay up to a certain percentage of how much of my car gets fixed. Now, if my car gets totaled, first of all, it depends on do I have coverage for how it got totaled. If I don't have coverage for how it got totaled, I would be lucky to get like a, a couple of benefits from it being crashed. Pretty much if I drive straight into a tree, I'm probably not going to get a new car. I'm just going to have to take the, L. my, you know, insurance is going to skyrocket. And a lot of these people who own these stores don't have riot protection because who the fuck buys a store thinking that they need riot protection insurance? Because the more stuff you add on your insurance, the higher it's going to be. Like my house, my home insurance, I have to put all the stuff that's inside my house. And then I have, it's just, what do you want to be protected from? We got floods, we got fires, we got tornadoes. We got. I'm pretty sure there's an insurance that exists for if a fucking meteor falls out the sky and destroys okay. your house. But why
1: would I pay why for do, that? Why,
2: why you gotta have individuals? So you can't just have insurance that covers damages in general. <laughs> hey man, we could have helped you, but you didn't buy insurance. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what? Like, <laughs> and that that's
0: how it is. Like that's just how the nature of the business of insurance is. You have to be specific. Like if I put, like I just bought a bike. If my house gets robbed today and I have every single last thing in my house. All my insurance except for that bike I'm not getting money for that bike it, it has to be specific and that's just how insurance has always worked insurance companies aren't there to help you entirely they're there for the they're there for the most part because they know most of the time you're just paying for insurance and it goes nowhere pretty much they're just getting money in case you get you know your stuff robbed or destroyed or set on fire or whatever happens But then there's the other side of when it does, when they do have to pay out, they're going to make sure they're going to be specific about every single last thing that's in that store and every single last way that it, that your product possibly could have been destroyed. And, riots aren't in most people's contracts because most people aren't going to and i can guarantee you as soon as the riot started the insurance companies probably put a premium on riot protection saying yeah if you want riot protection it's going to be this much and at that point you damn near hoping somebody breaks into your store, like please please go in steal everything burn it i don't care like and so a lot of the protests were done in vain um not not in vain, I'll take that back. They weren't done in vain, but their aim sucked. Because stealing from Gucci, stealing from Apple, burning down a Target, that doesn't really hurt the government. I don't know if people understand how those stores work. I can own a Target. You think I am going to be on a big enough federal level from owning a Target that is going to disrupt the government enough like, oh, well, if one more Target comes out, you know, the government's gonna be unstable. No, the government does like that that that's not how it works. And insurance also doesn't work in a way that you could just break into someone's store, steal all their stuff that probably has serial numbers and they're just gonna find it all anyway later. Especially technology. If they stole technology or high end jewelry, you're stupid. Because all that stuff is incredibly hard to disguise. Like I have I have some uh jewelry and high end jewelry comes with a card with a serial number on it it's a registered piece of jewelry it's not just like buying a watch from the store it's registered so if you ever steal it that piece of jewelry is extremely trackable and if the store reports this one's stolen this one's stolen this one's stolen if it ever comes up anywhere else they're just gonna look at whoever did it and most people they're so stupid they sold all the stuff on the Facebook community page I'm like are you <laughs> I looked at Atlanta like a day after They started doing the riots And the amount of stuff People were trying to sell to hit a lick I was like y'all are the stupidest Mugs I have ever seen Because the police are just going to pop up at your house Like bro we got your IP address We got your Facebook And we got what you selling so
2: yeah, Man but I saw some people though man Some people were destroying stuff That wasn't even part of the protest though yeah. I was like, uh, that was crazy. I was like, yo, so people are infiltrating protests and destroying, destroying stuff. Like, that's crazy. Like, when I saw, uh, I think it was the, that one, the white lady who burnt down the Wendy's <laughs> in Atlanta.
0: Yeah, that. that little dude
2: got, uh, I was like, wow. Yeah, like,
0: why did you burn down the Wendy's? <laughs> like, I, I did, yeah. A lot of people's, and then there's that, just people who aren't, with the culture that are burning shit in name of the culture, stop. Like everybody's paying attention to you. The world pays attention to destruction over peace. There are the peaceful protesters who are fighting to change legislation and all this other stuff. And then there's the ignorant yep. motherfuckers going around burning random stuff. And I told one girl, uh Damani, I don't care if I say her name on this, she could pop off on me if she wants. She was on Dang. she was on Carter Page and she... Uh, I forgot what they were talking about. Oh, she was talking about, you know, popping off riots. We're tired. We're going to burn down this. We're going to burn down that. And I just like popped in. I was just like, all right, if you all about the riots, why are you on Facebook talking about the shit instead of going burning some shit right now? And then, you know, she gets... Well, you don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I was like, you're responding to me within three minutes unless... You just have a bat in your hand and you're just, you're just ambidextrous and you're breaking shit and tweeting off and, you know, messaging people on Facebook, which I highly doubt. And I was like, and I told her you capping all that stuff you talk about. Most of the people talk about, yeah, we're going to ride. We're going to do this. Y'all capping. Most of y'all didn't do anything. It's like that episode of the boondocks when granddad pulled up to uh, the riots back in the day in the 60s with a raincoat after everything done. Talk about I heard they was hosing people. So I went and got my raincoat and all the other black people like, motherfucker, you ain't got a raincoat. And not, But he going around. To, yeah, yeah. Fuck the power. Yeah, make change. Motherfucker wasn't even a part of it. He was just going around just screaming stuff with a raincoat on after it was over. That's how some of y'all looking, by the way, y'all looking real crazy (laughs) on Facebook, popping off, talking about. Now, I'm not encouraging you to do it, by the way. Don't go and do that. There are better ways to, like, make a change. Even if you want to go and do something aggressive, which I don't advocate for, have a direction to it. I told Damani, if you're really about that rah-rah and all that other stuff, if you want to burn down a random business that you don't know who owns it, Okay, cool. If you're all about arson, breaking stuff, set your car on fire in the middle of the street and stop traffic. That is a very powerful sign. That is a very powerful sign if you do that. If you do that, I will not doubt a single thing you have to say. Burn your own house down. Start there. Start from your own community down to the place you shit and eat and sleep. All that stuff. Start with the place you lay your head so you have a direction. If you're not about it, Then come up with a different idea because breaking stuff like after all the riots are done, what was solved directly from riots being done? Nothing other than the idea of just black people like things are going to have to change or they're going to have to deal with this. And that's the other side that I don't and I don't blame anybody for their feelings towards both of these reactions. But I think the government and a lot of other organizations understand where we are at this point. And the people are tired. Uh, they It's not just even the people. The people who are waiting to exploit this uh, opportunity has been wanting to burn down some of the stuff. And if you give them a reason, they're going to go do it. They've burnt down precincts. they burnt down the CNN Center. They bur- like Well, they didn't burn down. They robbed the CNN Center. They went into Linux, went crazy. People are all about it now. And the police understand... We can't arrest them all. It got bad enough. Atlanta police just flat out said, I ain't coming to work. So that was also wild. Dang. There was a lot of stuff happening. All at the same time, Corona is probably just being a mixing pot of brownies. In there, just whipping all up in there. Atlanta was already a pretty like sticky city when it comes to like sicknesses and diseases. I guess we just threw that one into the ingredient pot. Powerpuff Girls oh. are just gonna pop out one day out of Atlanta. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Chemical X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Powerpuff Girls. Oh man, I can go on a tangent about that show, but I'm not. Uh, <laughs> dun, dun, but yeah, man. Dun, so dun, dun. That's, that's pretty much what I want to talk about today. Unless you have something else, uh, you know. I've been I've been watching conspiracy theories, so my mind's on conspiracy theory stuff. But we can do a
0: video on that separately. No, we're doing pretty well on time right now. We can get into it if you
2: want. Yeah, I just didn't want to uh, stop a flow. Because, you know, I know you got to edit. So I didn't want to make it. you know, like, oh, John, they just switched crazy topics like that. Yeah, uh, what, what could be a segue from...
0: Okay, yeah, the way the world handles Corona from this point. Um, a lot of things I think are going to change. I think a lot of businesses understand a lot of the procedures that they do, more specifically with the military, because the military has you show up to appointments for five minutes and you just sit there like, why the fuck did I have to come in for this? <laughs> like, why, why did y'all? And now the military is understanding we could save a whole lot of money, a whole lot of money by just doing it online or just doing it through a phone call. Like, right now I'm out processing, uh, getting ready for my separation. And a lot of the stuff that they typically have me come in to do for face-to-face, they just set up Microsoft Teams. And I kind of hate Microsoft Teams because it's it's just annoying to deal with. But it works. I, I'll give them that. It does work. You could use it either at work or at home. Uh, if you're at home, you could actually just FaceTime the person and they could take you through the screens, all that other stuff. It's very efficient. Um, you don't have to waste money. You just burning gas going into places taking up space and facilities that could just have a couple of more lights off overall and then with teachers too uh teachers are finding more creative ways to get in contact with their kids maybe the school year doesn't need to be as long as it is maybe the curriculum could be a little bit more altered to the more no. the more important stuff not saying things that are being taught in schools aren't important but there are definitely some things that are kind of redundant and don't really that they're not as beneficial compared to other things and i think yeah. the face of college sports more so for america that's gonna change so much you think so oh my goodness yeah for what well the nc the ncaa has already been getting hit by a bunch of players that the NBA just made it possible for a high school student to go straight into the, what is it, the G League now? Yeah, I think it's the G League now. They can go straight into the G League, start making an income, and the following year, they could go into the NBA. So that satisfies their one-year rule of between of that, just like buffer between high school and college. Well, high school and the NBA, that's being sufficed on top of just you can make money and most people going into the nba that are balling in the uh, ncaa are trying to get their families out of situations this is already putting a hole in the ncaa's pocket simply because they just didn't want to pay their players and the way they tried to ride it off was so mediocre and that's a whole different topic but they were already hurting and beyond that Not only is the NCAA not making any money right now, the schools that they represent aren't making money right now. A lot of the students are moving off of campus because they're saying, why would I pay to stay on campus if I can't even go to class in the first place? I can't work to keep up this college dorm anymore. So they're all moving back home. All these schools are providing online classes that are getting them through their natural curriculum, and a lot of people are understanding because I've done online college through my associates so far. Yeah, and it's not difficult, it's the information itself doesn't really change that much going from school to school when it comes to your associates and when it comes to your bachelor's. There could be more tailor fit classes, and it's going to be more school specific on how they want to do it, but those classes for the in person part don't necessarily need for you to be there 24 7 for you to go to them and a lot of kids are realizing that and colleges are gonna like colleges are gonna have to change the way that they do. well major universities are gonna have to change the way they do things because a lot of kids are realizing like i don't need to be here all the time to get yeah. to get my degree yeah
2: yeah even uh, even even churches, you know, there've been a lot. You know, church have, churches have churches had to adapt, you know, with this and do a lot of things online. And hey, you've been doing, you've uh, been getting a lot of interaction online, you know, uh, than actually having people be physically in. So I don't know how this is going to change what people worship nowadays and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and.
0: Something I noticed uh, at first was a lot of people that were mad with the religious side were talking about, I need to be in church to do this, to do that. And over time, people were starting to realize where the whole saying of church isn't a physical building. Church is just a conversation. It could be as simple as a conversation between two people about God, about faith, about spirituality. That is the heart of church. So no matter where you go, the congregation is the company you keep. That's all church is. And a lot of people are starting to realize that. And I think online, more people are interacting with each other because it like when I went to World Changes, for instance, typically I'm not really going to really talk to that many people around me if I don't know them that well, because it's a really big church and it, it just was a come and go type of thing. And now the word is more focused online. It's not about. It's not a social event. I think that's something a lot of people do miss: is going out to social events. Because church was a social event for a lot of people, and that part Mm, is missing. That part I do want to come back. Not just you know solely in church, but a lot of that's what a lot of people are craving: is social interaction, and. I think that will... that that That's going to be a different change to see how that happens. You know, ain't going to yeah. be nobody in the pulpit, you know, two-stepping. Or it's going to be that one lady that was at that one hmm. church. She's swinging up and down on the bench and almost hit her head on the pew and we all just kind of looking at her like, ma'am, <laughs> if you knock yourself out hmm. in this church... I, bro, I've seen so much stuff playing music for churches. Like, people... Wilding like I'm just watching them. I'm like, I hope, I hope they don't knock themselves out. Shoot, that one lady took a nap on the floor. You remember that? Which were? Uh, we had went to that one church that had service on Saturday, and that one lady got up and started praise dancing. It was the same church where that, where the old lady was like rocking back and forth and almost hit her head on the back of a pew. Oh. <laughs> And that one lady gets up and I'm just playing the drums and she gets up and she comes in front of the drums dancing. Okay, cool. I get it. I look at your dad. Your dad just gives me the, you know, keep it going. I'm like, all right, keep it going. <laughs> and she's going so hard. She eventually just lays down on the floor and stays there for a while. And I'm just kind of looking at your dad. <laughs> I'm looking at the other people playing music. I'm like, yo, is this lady all right? <laughs> Is this the the Holy Spirit anymore? Is she just taking a nap? And and then we stopped playing music and they started getting on with the sermon. And everybody just left her there. So this is clearly a common occurrence for this lady. Just getting up and I guess just passing out in front of the congregation. I was just like, righty then. So if nobody else is freaking out, I'm not going to freak out. But she been down there for at least seven minutes, so... Oh my goodness! I wonder if people praise dance in their house now that it's all online. Probably do.
2: Probably do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah man, this is it's gonna be interesting though uh, moving forward, man. But this this has been an interesting year so far,
0: son. And there's like a what is it? A it's like a. A sandstorm from the Sahara, or something that's oh, about,
1: yeah. uh,
0: coming through. So, bro, I looked at that. I was like, man,
2: it still ain't over. Like, hey, man, we ain't we ain't done yet. We just in June. We still in June, uh, man. Bro, this like I, I'm
0: waiting. My birthday is in August, and I'm still not 25, bro. This has been the most taxing six months. Like, we haven't had a break. Like, it started off when uh, we killed that one general in the Middle East. I, I think that was that was New Year's Day or the very next was, day.
2: Man, yeah, that was eh, cause it, no, actually no, I don't know. Looking back on now, that's kind of like eh, cause you know, <laughs> it's like eh, you know. I remember I remember the first time people were calling me. Oh my God, you know what's what's going on? I'm like, man, I don't know. <laughs> and then that's you know, Kobe Bryant died. I'm like, what the heck?
0: Yeah, I was like, okay, that uh, wh- that, what? that that's pretty. And then Corona broke out right after. I was like, okay, I don't think it's gonna be next month lockdown. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, c- can we get used to January and then next month super lockdown? I was like, wait a minute, hold on, <laughs> what's going on? And then a bunch, of, and then cops start going crazy, shooting black people for no reason. I'm like, okay. And then the world sees it. It's like, wow, people are noticing this right now. And then Corona keeps happening. I'm like, oh. My goodness, (laughs) it has been like at that point, I was just like, it has been five months and I haven't had like in the in the weird thing is I've actually had more days off now because of all this. But every day off just feels like another punch in the face. Like it's just something. And I'm so happy. I actually ended up meeting my neighbors through this whole thing because we ain't had nothing else to do. We all just started hanging out with each other. Social distancing. If anybody wants to hear this and be like, "Oh, Walker is just hanging out with his neighbors," all blase, but man, whatever, fuck y'all. I will do it. <laughs> I'm gonna like, let me hang out with my people. But I started hanging out with them. They pretty cool. Uh We just do workouts since we can't really go inside each other's houses, and yeah. we just hang out. Me and my other friends. We pull up, uh, go for like a run or something. Challenge each other, little stuff like that. Just small stuff to get ourselves through. I've been learning French, and that's actually been going a lot better than any other language I've learned. Because I'm just taking my time with it. I ain't got nothing else to do. It's It's, it's been a productively painful year. That's how I could describe 2020. Yeah. It's been a real yeah. productively painful year.
2: Yeah. Oh, man, it's been a painful year. I ain't tell you, Chica passed away uh, last week. Oh, really? Yeah. Dang, man. Yeah, man, family took a hard, you know, they had it off for 12 years.
0: Yeah. 12 years, man. Yeah, I remember Chica running up in my garage, very first time I seen her. Then your dad just brought her inside the house one day, and she stuck around. Mm -mm. Man, that's tough rest in peace chica man
2: yeah man my mom was like dang 2020 just ain't letting up
0: (laughs) man not at all dang that's tough dang dogs dying people dying world dying all this i I think when it's all said and done where the world's gonna change after all this stuff is over because between the way the world conducts themselves just from covid stopping everything because from the dod side we haven't stopped everything it's just we we're having to find different ways especially overseas because overseas we gotta abide by the host nation's rules when it comes to stuff and rules like this have never existed the last time this happened was in the early 1900s and the dod really wasn't very well established back then so now we're gonna we're having to you know figure things out on the fly figuring out how to move people and how to get people from point a to point b in accordance with you know typically whenever we go places we go through at least two different countries overseas yeah and going just going from country to country in europe it's two completely different styles of how they're handling corona like leaving the uk and going to germany and then from germany to wherever you're going from there Like, you have to do quarantines every single place you go. Like, if I would have went to Texas, it would have been 28 days total. I would have had to quarantine for a 10-day class. I would have been gone for 38 days, which I, I wouldn't have, you know, been, I wouldn't have complained that much about. But, you know, I kind of feel at this point, I do more, I do, I benefit more at work helping other people out than I do just, like, being a bum but uh yeah (laughs) like the world's changing the way they're doing things american america is reforming a lot faster to a lot of things we've been wanting to reform like the confederate flag finally being just acknowledges like yeah this was a symbol of hate and racial division yeah which i don't know why that was so hard to even describe and I, luckily I don't have anybody on my social media that even tries to defend the confederate they used to like four years ago now for some reason everybody's rhythm changed I thought that was pretty funny now that the world is calm and quiet and all the stuff is easier to see for some reason all the like Roger Goodell tab dancing ass talk I was wrong four years ago we know the fuck Like, you didn't have to tell us that You coming out making this statement and still didn't say the person who you wrongs name. Like it's just tearing you up that much inside. Talking, oh, we're gonna make sure we make divisions. Something else in twenty twenty. I thought I would never do. I think I like NASCAR. I don't think. I don't think, bro. We live fifteen minutes away from the Atlanta Motor Speedway. I have never in my life (laughs) been to the Atlanta
2: Motor Speedway. I've been. I've been there as a kid once. it was not even for a NASCAR. Yeah, they had like a old school car. Yeah, like drag races. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I went to one of them, but I ain't never been to like the Atlanta Motor Speedway for a NASCAR race. Now NASCAR is actually have a little bit of personality that isn't just Confederate flag driven because that's what you see every race day. I, I never knew when the race days were, but if you drove past the Motor Speedway all you seen was Confederate flags, and it's so funny because none of them ever had them flags up going through Lovejoy. That was the funniest part, cause we'll rip that shit down. Like you, be- you better not come through Love Lovejoy doing that. But yeah, in 2020, I figured out NASCAR ain't that bad. I might go and watch them driving an the oval a couple of times. Um. Mm. Kind of like NASCAR waiting for the NBA season to pop back up. July 31st, you know, for all the players that Dang. want to sit out, feel free. But just know when your team take that L, <laughs> it was your fault. <laughs> Dang. Some some players are sitting out? Yeah. Um, Adam Silva already said because uh, Kyrie was talking about he didn't want to come back. And there's like a group of players voicing that they still believe in the social distancing stuff. But a, a lot of players want to come back and start playing. And Adam Silver was just like, instead of, you know, making the NFL rule of if you do this, then we're not going to pay you. We're not. Adam Silver didn't care about none of that. He was just like, yeah, if you want to set out, feel free. It's going to be on your teams on how they handle you. Adam Silver is the GOAT when it comes, like, not the GOAT, but when it comes to like his, you know, contemporaries of who who he's peers with on like different professional levels. Adam Silver in America is killing everybody because he's, he's so free with it. He's just like, yeah, if y'all don't want to play, don't. It's it's up to you and your team. He was like, this has nothing to do with me, but just know I'm not going to stop you if you do want to take these health measures. So he's willing to risk, the face of the NBA of how it does come back, and I thought that was, I thought that was pretty cool, you know. Yeah. Man. man.
2: That's crazy. NCAA though. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Well, Jay, I think that's about it for this one, man. Word, word. All
0: right, cool. It works for me. I'm probably just gonna get some stuff heated up and chill out for the rest of the day
2: yeah me talking about uh how i to go to work tomorrow so i'm get stuff ready and uh see what the Navy doing so
0: word word it has been another episode of the culture bros thank you for listening yeah yeah this is what it like when we roll in a
1: all these people are they drilled, they could fit the ocean They say they can they say they game Tell me where they smoking Making waves, making waves, making real commotion This is what it sound like when we rollin' I still know it All these people are the drill, they, they could feel the ocean They say they